to Box Cutters episode 25. My name is Josh Canal. We've got a rip snorter show for you today. On my, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna mess it up. I'm gonna mess around with it. On my right, Mr. Brett Cropley. That's your right. Good evening, viewers. <laughs> yeah, to work out which side of me you were sitting on. I'm, I'm always bad with left and right anyway. It's and uh, dyslexia. And filling in for Ross McQueen this week, who is uh, away on holidays. Mm-hmm. I thought but you were going to say better looking than Ross McQueen. Oh, man, it goes without saying. Bloody hell, can I finish my sentence? Okay, go. The lovely uh, and far prettier right. than Ross... Marie Cardi. It sounds a bit cheap now. Yeah, because you tacked you ruined it on it. at the end. Because you ruined it. Well, could have come in earlier, then I wouldn't have had to prompt you. Oh, do you want to start the show again? Should we start the show again? No, and thanks for having me. And happy quarter now. century. Thanks. For shows. Yeah. Thanks. Show 25. We're, uh, we're, we're pretty happy. That's, you know, that's more than Glenn McGrath usually makes. It's one of those birthdays that you feel should be kind of significant, but since you greedy guts, you've just had your 18th and your 21st, like me, 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 now I'm 25, everyone pay attention. And after last week's 24 debacle. Yeah, we had a, t- a terrible 24th. Oh, really? Terrible 24th. Too was, drunk? It, it seemed like it. Really? Anyone, yeah, the, basically that happened the whole way through. Oh, really? And uh, So Brett yeah. arrived... Staggering drunk again. It was toppling forward onto the mixing desk, onto the computer. It was funny to start with, and then he was so he was so intent on playing that twenty four beeping that he the, messed up. As we were going to each ad, he messed up the. Uh, there are no ads on this show. <laughs> he messed up the start of each segment. See, when you think you've got this great joke, and you just working too hard to get it right. wasn't even my joke. It was Josh's joke. It was my joke, but he took it and ran with it. Well, and obviously too much. Uh, And he sucked the humour from it. This is what I've been trying to tell him all week. (laughs) I didn't even think it was funny when he played it then. I was disgusted. I've been leaving anonymous letters in his mailbox saying humour sucker. I put like flaming um, bag of dog poo on his porch, but it had humour sucker written on it, but he wouldn't be able to see it because it was on fire. fire and he'd have to step on it. I've got to think it through. I've got to think it through. I thought anthrax next time you humor sucker <laughs> have you uh have, have you watched any tv since we last spoke to you Ricardo? yeah a little yeah, yeah? I watched a little well that's good because this show is all about tv thank god mm. Phew. it was about sport i would have been out in the limb no you love footy aren't you the footy, footy man hasn't even started but i don't have a team anymore i'm a fitzroy oh, because you, you were fitzroy yeah don't you barrack for the no fitzroy bears? no no i don't pay for Back for so, so how are you feeling on Sunday mornings now with insiders and having to put up with the freaking sports segment in the news at the start, which is just wasting another quarter of an hour? Are you not up? Are you not up at nine o'clock Sunday on a Sunday morning, morning for insiders? They have mornings on Sundays. Yeah. No, no, no. I I'm, I'm quite excited about. I've already had my first party pie for the footy season, which is always an exciting event. You know, and it's crap with the NAB Cup having a party pie. It's just it's this scalding hot day, and the roof of your mouth is getting burnt off. It's not the same as like sitting there in front of the fire. Doing is that it. what it is? I, I had no idea it was the National Cup. Yeah, yeah. It's no, it's it's NAB now. NAB. Yes. You, yeah, you, miss, yeah. you missed out. Sorry, on that I was whole trying thing. just to subvert their whole campaign. Uh, Don't subvert humour sucker. You know your time. <laughs> you're, just, you're just wasting our time. You're wasting <laughs> our time. <laughs> you're properly. a limpet on our humour. Uh, coming up later on in Box Cutters, of course, we've got oh, some news. Oh, we're up to coming up already. Yeah, yeah, we're halfway through the show. There's no other coming up. Okay. It's not in the list. Okay. We've got some news. Uh, we'll be talking about ratings again. We've finished the third yeah. week of ratings and uh, it's it's still interesting. We're going to have to have an intro for that next week. Yeah, if we talk about it next week. I don't when, know. When is it not? 
yeah, relevant well, to what we're doing. Fair enough. Uh, talk about the Oscars. I've got some Ray Watch. We'll go through some new shows and, uh, you know, crap on a bit. That's all coming up in Box Cutters. But right now, here's the news. I'm in the TARDIS. I'm in the TARDIS. Is that what that was supposed to signify? <laughs> Being in the TARDIS? Or am I the first person that's ever come on and said, I'm in the TARDIS, I'm in the TARDIS? First I person am ever. having an acid flashback right now, I should warn you. No, I'm not really. But that music sounded very in the TARDIS. Marie Why Cardi. are you guys staring at me like I don't Marie know? Marie Cardi, first with the news. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologise. I shouldn't cut in on the news. Brett Cropley, you're starting the news today. Yes, I am. Uh, media law changes are coming up. Uh, long promised. In fact, uh, I think they were promised the first time after the election before the last one. Federally, I'm talking about here. Now, this is so we're going back, back when, to uh, back 2002. When Richard, when Richard Alston was still Federal Communications Minister, mm-hmm. he was talking about changes to the media laws. He's since... Uh, I don't know what he's done since. Who is he now? Richard Alston. I think he's an ambassador somewhere, isn't he? That's um, what they all are. They, they are ambassadors or they go off and work for banks. He was a, he's a lambaster. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm not sure what that is. Doesn't matter. Is that some kind of Latino dance that people do? It's the he's in the for, hot summer night. He's the forbidden minister. <laughs> uh, and now it's announced Senator Helen Coonan in charge of uh, communications is putting together uh, the new media laws package, um, which kind of when they first announced it uh, way back when. It was it was pretty much clear that it was the, the Howard government's payback to the media owners um, because it was talking about dropping cross media sh- ownership laws. So um, Packer Kerry at the time could have bought a newspaper and a radio in every city. Okay, now does that still stand as the basis for uh, for these new laws? There's very precious little. Info that's coming out, but uh, we will be seeing it in the next few weeks. Uh, but it's also so. Hang on, there aren't potential. any drafts of, of these laws floating around. There aren't. Oh, what you think? You think they're going to um, actually keep us informed about what they're? They might doing accidentally send them out, like the police do secret files. <laughs> you might, might, they might leave them at a train station, lying oh, about. Are there any trains in Canberra? Do people take trains in Canberra? I think it's all buses. All right, they leave them at a bus stop. Okay. Pedantic. Those, I was making little, a great, great political point. All those point. paddle boats to get over Lake Billy Griffin. paddle boats. No, I, I started thinking about it because I thought, well, maybe I'll go to Canberra and start hanging out at train stations. Don't. But, right, don't do that. Bad it's move? grubby. Right. You don't want to be grubby. No. Go to the pornographic capital of Australia and then hang around train stations. You're asking for trouble, I think. But what it may mean is a fourth network, possibly. So. Uh, but hang on. Watch this space. They already discounted the idea of a fourth network earlier this year. They've done that. Who did? The government. Did they? Yes. Yeah, they Israel. did. Yes. But, you know, much like they did GST back 10 years ago. So you mean when never, John Howard said, I'd never fourth. ever have a <laughs> Channel <laughs> 8, are you suggesting that some politician might have been flexible with the truth? I think when it might have been said, an encore promise. Good You'll find if it, if it makes its way into this legislation. I just don't know what to believe anymore. I'd, and I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I I also think that it's uh, interesting. This morning in the uh, financial review, uh, the subscription television industry uh, as a whole. Oh, Foxtel. Yes. Which is pretty much the whole subscription. Foxtel, uh, Ozstar, Satellite. Yep, forgot about that. What uh, else? Anything else? Anything? 
Brett Cropley, I can't believe you would say something like that. Anyway, so uh, the subscription television you industry. Heard what is... he said about Ian Thorpe before we went on air. It's <laughs> disgusting. Humorless. Uh, that uh, they agree with uh, Alan Fells and Fred Benchley that lifting restrictions to competition in the broadcasting sector will help drive digital uptake and benefit consumers. And this is one of the big things with uh, not launching another Fred Air Network call it a fourth network, call it a sixth network, whichever you like. Uh, one, of the, one of the major problems with, uh, with, with not launching that or one of the reasons for not launching that was because there hadn't been big enough uptake of digital television. Not enough people uh, have set-top boxes in their homes. Not enough pe- they're not going to be ready for 2008. Now it's looking like it's going to be 2010. Uh, they really want to get the industry sorted before but- they have... Another network. But if Alston hadn't have screwed the freaking system choice in the first place, then none of this would have been an issue. We would have all had $300 digital TVs all watching happily digital TV. Yeah, but, but because, because, but and, and, and talking about paybacks, because they went with the version that advantaged the existing media owners, we went with this system that nowhere else in the world has gone. And so it's still seven freaking grand for a digital TV. Because we we don't have the market here for the scale of economy to to manufacture. But you can you can get a set top system. box for ninety nine bucks and plug it into your regular TV. Yeah, what's your it problem? It would have been quicker if if it had been the other system and cheaper. Yeah, but it, you know that's that's gone. You know, there's no point going. Ah, oh, well, that's going to be such a shame. the The other thing that, uh, that but just because it's going to just because it's going to advantage digital TV doesn't mean they're going to do it. The other thing uh, that it has come out from the uh, subscription television industry uh, was that uh, they, uh, they're looking forward to uh, the introduction of free-to-air multi-channeling, which the ABC and SBS are already doing, Channel 9, 7 and 10, not doing yet. Uh, but there are some cable stations that are doing it already, especially with time shifting. Uh, but they also said the opp- opportunity to compete cannot be given to the free-to-air broadcasters without an equal opportunity to compete being granted to subscription television, and they want to do that by getting rid of the anti-siphoning laws, which uh, they claim as being anti-competitive. Now, the anti-siphoning laws, for those who aren't aware, uh, things like uh, subscription television should not have sports. the chance to, to have sports that would otherwise be shown on free-to-air. Yeah. The same with uh, certain programs. So... Free-to-air stations get first dibs at buying programs from the US and then subscription television gets it. Yeah, I, I find that all a bit fallacious. It's a bit like comparing Apples and Mercedes-Benzes. How? Because uh, they're, they're different industries. They're not different industries. They're both television. They're both signals yeah, piped but, into your house. But if, if you can't watch sport unless you're paying for, for subscription cable TV, then... It, you have to go into a different system. I, I don't understand what you mean. What do you mean you have to go into a different what, system? What you, you, the, the whole... Uh, I haven't <laughs> thought about this. This is just coming to me. But, but 
Yeah. The whole cable TV thing idea when we've got digital TV as free-to-air, I think that the, the differential between the two shouldn't mean that they're being compared to each other. But of course they are, I mean... But they're competing, they're competing for viewers. You can only watch one thing at one time, unless you have Foxtel IQ or some <laughs> other kind of digital media recorder. Uh, the, but but you're still, they're still competing for your attention. And they're still competing for your attention in front of your television. Okay. That's the, that's the one playing field. All right. I All think right. you're just jealous, because we both have Foxtel and you don't. I've chosen not to have it. Chosen. Chosen. <laughs> I chose not to have a mobile phone for a while as well. Yeah. Yeah. I also chose not to have any friends during that time. <laughs> <laughs> so desperately lonely. Oh, we'll be your friends. No, back then. I'm fine now. Oh. I'm fine now. Don't right. be. So you don't, don't be. Yeah. You don't need Positions a, filled. You don't need us as friends then. <laughs> not so much. Right. Companion's fine. You can uh, turn her mic off now, Brent. <laughs> okay. Uh, Surfing the internet has overtaken watching television as the UK's national leisure activity. Really? Says a new report. What were leisure activities before Before television? television. The wireless. Sex. Uh, Was that a leisure activity? Woman's duty, I think, is (laughs) more aptly put. A man's prerogative, Yes, absolutely. It's the other way of putting it. Thank you, Uh, Tony Evans. the, uh, The moving picture shows. Oh, yes, that's Vaudeville. leisure time, I suppose. That yes, was all Mark's leisure time. Mark's brothers yes. honing their acts yes. on Broadway. As, uh, as Manny's boys. Yes. yes, those were the days. Bless, bless. Now, apparently, the internet. This is, uh, now, this is where the, you know, that first sentence, story mm. sounds fine. Yep. Second sentence, uh, it's based on a survey done by search engine giant Google. That's, really? that's what they always... Well, they wouldn't have any vested interest in, no. in the outcome of this survey, would they? No. No. no One not- of my favourite things, just vaguely off topic about Google, a friend of mine, well, a blog that I was reading, you know how you, you link on blogs to mm. you know what you're talking about? or you know, it's just, He mm. linked Google. He said, <laughs> I Googled it. And I was thinking, hey, click here, type search, what do you want? Oh, my God. I thought, that's a bit much. I found this thing for you. Go and have a look. It'll knock your socks off. I thought that was very kind of sweet and sad at the same time. Uh, anyway. That is funny. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, you know, whether or not you believe this, who, who the hell cares? Lots of people are using the internet. Basically, Google are trying to get the, uh, the advertisers dollar. Sucking it from television. When you go home, would you um, go directly to the internet or to your TV? I go directly to my internet. Yeah, me too. And when I wake up in the morning. I very yeah, rarely... I mean, I work at home all day and it's really rare. Yesterday, I had the telly on in the morning and I felt wicked. Ooh. It's really Ooh. like... I'd, I've never considered having the TV on during the day. So, so when you say in the morning, are you talking sunrise hey, or are you talking... Hey, hey, No. Um, no, I get up about 8, 8.30... Um, depending on what time I go to bed. But mm-hmm. during, it doesn't mean I start work straight away, but I'll go straight to the internet and check my emails and do all that kind of stuff. Yep. But the TV is like, I don't know if it's just the, my upbringing, having watched it a couple of hours at night when I was growing up, but I have have pretty much the same TV. I watch less TV now than I did when I was a kid living at home. Speaking of which, curious <laughs> fact that I heard just as I was coming in, uh, uh, why am I blanking on my name today, tonight? Um, Naomi, Naomi Robson. Robson grew up without a TV. Didn't have a TV that at all. Explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does it explain their did their Muslim story on Monday? Did you see that? 
They're so timely, aren't they, today, tonight? I mean, of all this furor of, you know, the Liberals speaking out about Muslims and everyone, I'm scared of burqas, you should be scared of burqas, all that kind of stuff. They ran a story on, oh, Muhammad, his four wives, four lots of welfare. You should see the kids. I just thought, you pricks, you pricks. They timed that beautifully. And what's weird, I think, is that just from knowing a lot of people that work in film and television, I think I wouldn't say, I wouldn't make any sweeping generalisations say people that work in film and TV are lefties, but a lot of people on crews and a lot of people like the art departments and the creatives and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. there there is a a left leaning in the media, not in the media, but in people that that work in the industry. You, there'd have to be a lot of lefties working on Today Tonight and crew. Naomi Robson's there lunching with Bill Clinton. I think they might have got rid of them all. Oh, really? Which, Do you think so? You know, it's, a job's a it's, job, It's though. about selling your soul, pretty much. But how, it, how desperately do you want to work in TV if you're not naturally well, that way Well, at the moment, inclined? very desperately, because there is no industry. So if I was a no. crew member, I, would, well, I wouldn't personally, but I can imagine people absolutely selling their soul and working on today tonight as a camera or makeup or even a lefty producing segments and i mean it is that whole telling the public what they want to hear which is essentially what all the producers of the biggest loser are saying like well i don't approve of the methods but you know people are lapping it up if you're a segment producer on today tonight it's it was a very timely issue they knew it would rile people more and fan the flames of anti-muslim kind of herald sun vote lines so, I, I am upset about mm. Muhammad getting extra welfare. Well, for his, for his, finally uh, you found the Herald Sun vote line on that. It's on taxpayers' money. <laughs> on taxpayers' money. Brett Cropley. Channel 9 has uh, lost its biggest Commonwealth Games ratings draw card with... Mick Malloy. Ian Thorpe's oh. pullout. <laughs> God, I was worried for a second. Further dampening its uh, dismal start to the year. I'm really starting to wonder if, if anybody... well. I think it'll be different in Melbourne because we're all so affected by it. We're already so freaking affected by it. In fact, as I was driving in, I, I drove past two of those kind of flashing, blinking indicator, advisory kind of signs. Oh, they started already. Saying, saying warning, Commonwealth Games coming up. Please there's also There's also a siren <laughs> that goes off while, with, all, with those warnings. Sea Wealth Games, plan your trip, which I think is oh, very handy it's advice. It's pretty because much stay the hell away from the city. For How long does it go for? 12 days? Two weeks? Three weeks? 12 days. Told yeah. you if you'd give me a sport, I would have suffered. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it's very handy advice and uh, we're going to have a lot less people just wandering aimlessly around the city in their cars. And you think the lack of Thorpe is really going to damage them? Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole hometown, home country... Yeah. But I mean, home country will be watching because it's the home country. I mean, you get like our Liesl Jones and how many? I'm not sure it's going to be that popular outside of Melbourne. How many minutes of the Commonwealth Games coverage was going to be on Ian Thorpe races anyway? Not that many, but so the amount of be, the amount of potty that they could expend the talking about draw card. But the thing is, the drama's going to be there anyway because he'll be sitting there, brave and with a stoic expression, caught, uh, poolside, and that's you know that's the human story. It's like there's Thorpe, he can't swim. Look at the uh, the irony: the guy that got his place in the team was the guy that fell in the water last time and had the false start. And, oh, doesn't it make you cry? Yeah. And there's Liesl Jones. You know, that's wasn't the guy that gave up his position because Thorpe fell in the pool. Oh, it was too. Sorry, beg your pardon. Yes, but now he's in. It's the same guy. Mm. So, so now you know it's a tale of vindication. There's all this extra and he's drama. Gonna be, he's going to be wandering around looking poorly and touching people's hands like the Pope, and sitting there. I don't think it's going to hurt them that much. We have a little I'm, little waterborne Pope mobile. 
Gotta hope so. They're just, you know what? That's that paddle boat again. <laughs> Channel Nine have lost so much understanding of how the world works that what they're trying to do now is get ratings for the Commonwealth Games via sympathy because everyone thinks they've lost their draw card. So How? How are they doing? Well, by saying, oh, poor us, we've lost Ian Thorpe. Have they? Watch the Commonwealth Games. How do you think they have said that? That's what Brett's story is about. But I mean... But I'm not sure this is coming from Channel 9. Yeah. In fact, this isn't coming from Channel 9. Oh, Brett, mouthpiece of Channel 9, (laughs) Cropley over there. Well, I thought maybe he got it from from a Channel 9 source. I didn't think they were playing the sympathy card at all. I mean... Who knows? No, if I reckon they're too busy running around like their hair's on fire to be thinking logically about any the of that sort of stuff. The thing is, none of this is going to stick to Eddie yet. I think he's got quite a reprieve. He's stepped into something we're all we can talk about this in ratings later. But um, when you know he's behind the eight ball, as it were, I don't think I think he's got about six months grace before he's going to have to start showing results. Well. well we will talk about that in in, in ratings. I can't wait. Yeah, I know it's so exciting. Is it soon? Uh, it is. Just a minute. Let us finish. I'm ready now. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mick Malloy has joined the Commonwealth Games commentating team. Mm. He's back in the fold. Urinate on set who? When did that (laughs) happen? Never. What? Nothing. Interestingly, the media release announcing this was talking about his past achievements. Not a mention. Not on the bio, was it? No. That's hilarious. No, no. No. Mick put lawn bowls because he's going to be commentating the lawn bowls, mm-hmm. of course. And a uh, Cracker Jack. Yep. He See, uh, that's put a lawn bowls on the map with Cracker that's Jack. That's a coup. That'll get people watching. Uh, Malloy previous started, started on the Martin Malloy radio show. And they had some albums and he was in Bad Eggs what and Stiff and The Brush Off. And I he directed Tackle Happy. I remember a comedy show. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in The Late Show. No, and, no. Uh, and, and also on Kath and Kim. Oh, of course. That must be the ones I'm thinking of. Uh, never had any never, associate Never been on Channel 9, no. ever. I think what's happened is uh, Kerry Packer said, Malloy will be back on my station over my dead body. <laughs> and the, the number of people Jamie's he said... him literally. Yeah. And, uh, and so, oh, time for Malloy to come back. Actually, he had to step over the coffin on his way into the building, which is weird. I know. Why is it still Awkward. there? Put it in the ground. Speaking of sport... Anyway, he's going to piss on the lawn bowl screen, I'm sure. <laughs> That would be amazing. I'd love Full that. Full circle. <laughs> That'd be great Full television. Circle. Speaking of sports, legendary Australian cricketer Shane Warne has uh, made his acting debut on the Neighbours sets. Uh, it only took him two hours to film three scenes for an upcoming episode. Uh, one of his kids, eight-year-old Brooke, is also uh, in the series, and they'll be screening July six and seven. I'm deeply suspicious about this. What is going on with him? Because he's been sitting there biding his time while Simone's, I'm Dancing with the Stars, I'm Liberated, he'll sell my house, I'm on the front of all the magazines. So he's got neighbours. And at the same time, the bulletin piece with Yana, Yana Went, Yana Vent, Yana Vent, God, I haven't said her name out loud for so long, it's so weird, um, comes out. Have you Yana seen went? that? No. That he's no. come out and said, I might have to seek, I might have a problem. I might. I did, he didn't say the word sex addict, but he was implying that, Apparently, there's a big character piece in the bulletin done by her, and she said it's actually very hard not to like him, even though you go into the interview with all these reasons why you shouldn't like him. He's very honest. He says it's going to be very hard explaining to my kids that, you know, just essentially one of those pieces where he bears his soul. And both papers ran it a couple of days ago, you know, plugging the bulletin piece saying he says, I may have a problem. So for that to come out and the neighbours thing to come out, there is definitely a let's make Shane family friendly again. I I can't believe Yana Vent got got suckered in for that one. 
You know, Clearly you look into her bedroom eyes like Dustin Hoffman once did. Yes. You know, uh, the, uh, the, the thing is, if Simone Warren had any thunder to steal, he would have stolen it. But well, she did. She did that. That's no The report thunder. about her having a major sook after she got the low scores on Dancing with the Stars is still repeated in every. I mean, Molly got ousted, but Simone, every day, Molly got ousted in every piece. It's Molly's out making Simone very relieved because she cried after the after. Like, I, you know, I didn't even watch the show when I know all that. Really? Because yesterday on, on Today Tonight, and I'm not actually going to talk about this in Raywatch, but I really mm-hmm. wanted to, they had uh, a whole article about how Dave O'Neill got Nova listeners to protest outside of Channel 7 in support of Kate Langbrook, who has also been treated poorly on, uh, on Star Dancers. Star Dancers. <laughs> so I don't... I, I, I really don't think any, uh, any kind of fluff related to that show... That's not thunder. That's okay. just... I think she... I mean, she's having... Whoever's doing her PR is doing a very good job at the moment. She's pretty... She's Eddie everywhere. Well, that's, that's true. Mm. That is true. After a horrible year in 2005 for Australian drama with uh, Headland, The Alice, Last Man Standing and The Surgeon. Oh, thanks a lot. Flatlining. Oh, horrible. thanks. <laughs> horrible. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me those, on the show. Those programs, I... You know, The Surgeon was all right. <laughs> that was uh, that's best of a bad bunch, the surgeon. I think. Yeah, really. You know, what was that I one? It was on too Hunter? blue. What was like, that one on? Too much blue filter going on. Um, but uh, Channel Ten are uh, premiering um, a couple of new locally made dramas. They're piloting them, aren't they? Uh, or are they have they gone into production? It depends on what you read, actually. Yeah, some say piloting, some say they've they've committed. Um, a series called Secretary, which apparently sounds just like an Aussie Sex in the City. Uh, and the other one is... The backpacking one. A tripping over. Terrible name. About that one time in your life when you cut loose from all you but have that been. that shot Travel all around the shop as well. That everything. shot in London and, yeah, so I presume is it, it's 20-something it, backpackers. Is, I, don't know oh, really? ba- I don't know if they're backpackers, maybe 20-somethings around the world. Because they did, there was a drama about backpackers. Crash Palace. Crash Palace. That was a cable drama. It was uh, apparently it was a bit of a disaster. A lot of Australian actors trying very hard to do vaguely European accents. <gasps> oh, that's really? not very yeah, nice. They all it? just kind of sounded Slovakian somehow. <laughs> oh dear! It was uh, it was weird. Southern Cross uh, Network, which is a, a rural based television mm. network, their profit is on the wane. Uh, apparently, uh, its net profit was twenty eight point eight three million dollars for the half, down thirty eight percent on the previous. Period, Ooh, which is which is huge, and essentially, they're in a, a limited market. Mm-hmm. How are they dropping so much? Especially with all those people making tree changes and moving to the yeah bush. Yeah, but uh, the, the viewership, like overall for all of the regional stations, doesn't necessarily mean that all of the advertising rates are going to go up for uh, your John Deere tractors. Yeah, probably. I love ads in that. Win, win ads are really good as well. Yeah. And I lived in the country and my favourite thing really ads. So anyway, that's a, that's a small bit of uh, interesting news. Uh, clever favourites of uh, box cutters. Regular listeners will be well aware of uh, the for Sunday nights. Um, how do you describe it? Panel quiz. Hang on, hang on. Bob, t- Ellis, Bob Ellis has something to say. Okay, come on, Bob. Come on, hop up. <laughs> brought her dog in. I'm sorry, uh, she's, she's normally very well behaved. Is, come on, come here. Is, I think, you know what, I, I think she just doesn't like me talking too much. 
Oh, she's oh. grown up around Triple R. Now, now she's now she's on a lap. She's very licky today as well. Maybe that's just you. Maybe you just taste good. Maybe I do. Well, hey, you know. Can I have a lick later on? Sure, sure. Above the waist only. Yeah. Sorry, what? I won't wear blue anymore. <laughs> I'm not dirty. It's <laughs> not what I've heard. Anyway, Carry anyway, on. Georgie Parker. Speaking of dirty, Georgie Parker's little <laughs> panel game kind of thing, which is clever, a, which is a lame ripoff of Brainiac. Uh, We've talked about it enough. Listeners know. Did you see the thing about her saying, "I'm actually not that clever. I'm an idiot." When I called my sister and told her I was going to be on this show, she thought I spelled clever with an A. Oh, which I don't know why she'd want to advertise. No, no. And anyone who saw on on the Glass House knows that that's not a lie. So, (sighs) Georgie, Georgie, but interestingly, the audience has been building. But uh, oh, ever so slightly. Well, they went from uh, nine hundred fifteen thousand sixty five thousand. Word is that uh, it might not have too much longevity unless it cracks the million viewer mark before Channel Nine breaks for the games. Do you think that? Um, oh no, we could talk about that in ratings too. Should I, should I hold off? I've got all these great topics to discuss. Let's, let's hold off because I've got one more story. I Brett? can't do. Have you got any anything else? Uh, well, with the Commonwealth Games that Channel Nine screening, uh, everything except the news, uh, the current affairs, and Late Line are going to be rested during that period. And, Nightline. Uh, yes, sorry, okay. um, and that's going to give them a chance to axe everything that's not performing. Oh, including uh, make this make this funny bits, which mm, has family the feud. and probably family. Yeah, probably feud. What are they going to do with him? I don't know. Give him a chat show like he used to do on GMA. I don't know. I can tell you that Temptation is coming back. They're having a Champion of Champions uh, playoff after the Commonwealth Games. So that should be... uh, A relief for Ed Phillips and Lavinia Nixon. Well, yes. The Temptation cracked a million. Well, you know, Lavinia Lavinia doesn't get enough work. So she really relies on that Temptation dollar. Well, she's got to support her husband, John So, and all their (laughs) children. (laughs) Single-handedly, it's hard job. And it, it, is, it is very difficult. He doesn't get much on a, on a mayor's salary. And lastly, some uh, new pilots news in the United States. Uh, we talked about, last week we talked about Kevin Williamson starting uh, a pilot on the CW in the States. What does that stand for? That stands for uh, CBS Warner. Warner Brothers. Yes. CBS Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just called the old Warner Brothers channel. And His, I know. He does this every bloody week. Rick, if you were listening. It, I should have bought a, you some cashews. It's, it's a running joke. It's Don't. not a joke. <laughs> it's, this, is, this is what it's you were saying before about humour sucking. Yeah. What does HS it's, stand for, Brett? I'll ask him that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for backing me up on You're this. You're welcome. Anyway, Sharon Lawrence from NYPD Blue is going to star in the Kevin Williamson pilot. Which is called uh, Palm Beach, I believe. But really, who the hell cares? It's the OC, but just a couple of. Have you got the new um, Courtney Cox one as well? She's doing. Oh yeah, show. yeah, we mentioned that uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. All about tabloid journalism. God, it's, it's like the Seinfeld spin-offs. It it's can't gonna... bode well. No, no, no. Just stay home. But Joey went so and well. Stay home and live off all that money that you've earned. Is Joey axed now? Yes, yeah. oh, it's on. Hiatus. They're resting. Oh, hiatus. Which is, uh, isn't that your show? The, the, the last oh, yeah, we're on hiatus. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Have you spoken uh, to Channel 10 about that? Spoken to Channel 10? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, and, I can't no, talk to no, you on air. And, and what have they done? Send us a postcard. Is that what they're saying? We've got a form letter. 
Dear, mm -hmm. thank you for your interest. In uh, who else? Alicia Witt, another one of my girlfriends, is going to be appearing on uh, Fox's More Patience. And uh, Tim Daly from Wings uh, is going to be... Uh, uh, <laughs> Alicia Witt called... is hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm madly in love with her. Mm. And, uh, and Jay Moore, uh, formerly of oh, yeah. The Soup. And uh, who also has a, a show called The Soup. And who... He's also made appearances on uh, West Wing uh, in season five of West Wing. Am he, I thinking uh, of the wrong person? Yeah, you are. I was yes, thinking you are. Dawson's Creek. No. no. Uh, he's going to be uh, p playing in a new sitcom called Community Service, which is uh, about a guy who has to do community service. <laughs> Where do I sign? I know. Is it, is it started yet? Is it started now? No, no. It's just piloting. <sighs> it's just piloting. And that is the Box Cutters News. G'day, this is Daniel Burt. I was uh, the writer's intern at uh, Letterman in New York. You're listening to The Box Cutters, and you should. You should you should podcast it, you should download it, you should show it to your friends, you should feed it to your mother, you should own it, you should love it, and just be naked next to your iPod. I am naked. Those making us video, all uncomfortable. Those frankly. on the video podcast will be able to see that. And this is, this is after I say that Bob Ellis is all licky. <sighs> Let's talk about some ratings. Okay. Get off that topic. Talk about some ratings. Uh, Marie, you've wanted to talk about nothing but ratings well, this I whole have, show. I, I only remember one of the topics that I wanted to talk about. Do you want a pen? But that was, you've got a pen I've that got a pen with knees. I know, but I'm so engaged in the conversation. Right. How can I stop and write? Um, do you think, and you guys might have talked about this, but do you think the expectation of networks has to be adjusted now? I mean, that, that was saying before about uh, Clever, if it hits a million before the Commonwealth Games, we'll have a reprieve. When uh, Always Greener got pulled off the air, that was rating 1.6, which people would dream about hitting those dizzying heights these days. Just nothing is hitting those numbers, Australian drama particularly. Do you think that networks will be able to readjust their thinking or that Australian drama is just dead? I, I think everyone's busy on the net. Nobody's watching TV. Well, I mean, no, that's, that's in the England. Same, the same that's thing in as, England. Here, we don't have that study. <laughs> the same thing has happened uh, with the current affairs shows. Uh, that's half a million down viewers mm. overall for the two channels uh, from what it was 10 years ago. And yet more people are reading the Herald Sun daily. Go figure. Yeah, are they really? Go I, figure. I can't understand that. Whenever they have graphs, the blue arrow is always going up. No, there's always the age arrow going down with a really snide comment like, the pompous journalism of the age once again sneered at its reader. Mm. And sometimes they just say, ha, 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 take that, Richies. Yeah. They, they actually spell Yabu sucks, which I think is crass. Yeah. crass. Yeah, that's a bit much. That's a bit much. Uh, are the networks going to have to readjust? Well, yeah, they're definitely going to have to readjust, especially if Brett's fourth network comes in. Oh, Brett's... Is he going to run this fourth network? Well, no one else wants no to. No wonder he keeps going on about it. Who the oh, hell is going to... I've got gonna... a new network. Look at my network. Who the hell else wants to run the Vega of television? Nobody. Are you going to get Wendy Harmer as your <laughs> anchor? Your news anchor? I you can't know she's say available now. at this point. Yes, I know. She's, yeah. Although she is still contracted to... Um, yeah, but DMG. Not, not I actually called Vega the first time I ever listened to them, mm -hmm. and I told them to that complain? I thought their music was misguided. And I thought that, I told them that I thought that they had to focus, they had to figure out what sort of music they want to play and focus on that. Because while you know I can listen to Sean McAuliffe talk for hours, that then they just play. It was really random. It was so random as to be irritating. You know, it's still happening. It's, yeah, it's I know. Still on air. You're but talking about was, it in the past tense. See, every time, every time, well, no, I my turn, phone call was every time I turn it on just to go. Mm, maybe they're they're trying something new. Uh, it's always 
the absolute worst Fleetwood Mac track they could possibly put on. But it's that de- defiantly they chose, we're not even going to have a style of music. We're just going to play music. You know, we're going to appeal they- to everyone. But it's just like crud. But then they don't have... Anyway, that's... It's yeah, radio. Sorry, it's radio. It's I, I do apologize. But the thing is, nobody's going to go for a fourth network when viewer numbers are just dwindling. Mm. It's not like there's the same number of viewers and they're just moving to other networks, which is what happened in the past. Now there are actually fewer viewers. People are actually turning off their televisions. They're getting pissed off. People are really pissed off with things like the, the watermarks Yes. In the middle of their Lots screen. Lots of letters to the green guide about those. Uh, mm-hmm. People are really pissed off at shows being 15 minutes late, running over, yeah, that starting is, but that late. Is, that's crap. It, well, and that's, that's why crap people, TV. That's mm. why people are turning off. Mm. And, uh, or downloading. Or, da- or downloading. They don't like shows being moved around either. They don't like shows being pulled off halfway through a season or American shows starting halfway through a season and skipping an episode and all that kind of stuff. No. And I and think that this behaviour has actually come out from, <laughs> come out from uh, the networks actually having access to minute-by-minute ratings reports yeah. from the night yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's I reckon just too much information for them and, and they've got no clue about being able to calmly look at it and plan ahead two weeks. I remember when Last Man was about to go... On air, and I remember talking to someone at Channel Seven saying, "Whatever you do, just give it a crack. <laughs> don't, mm-hmm. Try not to look. <laughs> just give it, leave it for a while in the same time slot, and and just let it have some air, let it breathe. Yep. Uh, because if you start moving things around, people do, re- audiences do realise that you have no confidence in the show. And I was told by more than one person, that's just people in the industry who think that. Mister and Missus Croydon have got no idea. They'll just follow a show wherever it goes." I mean, and that's, these are the people that moved always greener to another time slot going, everyone just follow it, doesn't matter. And then it died in the arse. They've all got bingo on Tuesday nights at 10.30. They spend <laughs> so much time, so much money on paying the ratings companies who really have no idea what they're doing. Mm. Man with the chicken. It's Yeah, we call it the man with the chicken on this show. Who is this man you speak of? He's a man with the chicken and that's how the ratings numbers... Oh, him. Yeah. I've mm. got a few words to say to that yes. guy. So, uh, so you know, it's the man with the chicken. And so that's based on nothing. Why don't they spend some money, hire AC Nielsen, get them to call up Mr. and Mrs. Croydon. Yeah. And say, listen, when it comes to a television show, do you prefer it to be in the one time every week? Or do you prefer to just stumble upon it whenever you but, feel but like it? But do they care? Do they, I mean, honestly, do they care? Do the, do the networks yeah. care? Well, they must because if Mr. and Mrs. Like, Croydon are going to be watching the ads and the advertisers want them to... So. I mean, that's, that's, how, that's the... But I don't know how you... I we mean, learned that in The Lion King. That's the circle of life. Says, who is this we? <laughs> Why wasn't I invited to go see The Lion King with you guys? I know. It wasn't the musical. We just, group. we just got it on DVD. Oh, okay. That's right. Um... Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I mean, you can like I was, I would scream till I was blue in the face, just saying, look, it's not just industry people that know that. Anyone knows that. Read the letters in the green guide, but you know, they just don't either don't believe it or don't want to believe it. La 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 la. la. They're blocking their ears and, and closing their eyes and singing. So do you think? Do you, do you think the insult is worse as an audience or as a producer of of that kind of treatment from the networks? Um, it's hard to say. As a producer, you know, you want to get... I think you just want the fairest 
airing, I suppose. Like I, I can't, I can't say that if we were left in the one time slot, we would have, you know, hit astronomical ratings. But at least I think it would have been a greater indication of people's reactions to the show than, oh, for frig's sake, there's a double episode of All Saints on tonight. They've dropped it. Now it's back next week at ten thirty. But then it's on nine thirty again. So it was just. I mean, I couldn't even keep up with it. Like yeah. I didn't know. So that that is pretty insulting. That's a lot of the feedback that I got. That it was pretty insulting to an audience. It's. You know, a, a lot of people forget the roles that they take in with respect to the networks. Uh, producers are the suppliers to the networks. Advertisers are the customers. And viewers are the commodity. Now, uh, in any business, yes, it's important to keep your customers happy. But the only way to keep your customers happy is by maintaining the quality of your commodity. That is so business. Well, it's a business. It's so marketing degree. And and yet the networks don't seem to be acting that way. They're not protecting their commodity. I know, I know. I was in it. You can't persuade. You can't persuade yeah, them. They won't hear it. And oh, it, you know what? It makes me really, really, really angry. But sometimes, despite themselves, uh, networks really pull it off. Like Channel Seven with Dancing with the Stars, still number one. Every week. Yeah, because they just let them go for, through for half an hour over every single freaking week. That's, yeah, but that's depressing. That I think it's incredibly depressing that Dancing with the Stars is the number one show. That is the number one show. It's hideous. Uh, Commander-in-Chief is the second, second top show. But, Desperate uh, Housewives, Prison Break, then Lost. That's Channel 7. Bang, Channel bang, 7 bang, bang, bang. It. Mm-hmm. Channel 9 don't appear in the ratings until 6th. Unusual. Very I know. Unusual. Which figures are you looking at? I'm looking at the uh, Melbourne figures. Okay. Uh, but nationally, they come in at fifth. Oh, do they? Um, yeah. And House... Ooh, House... And, and Channel 9 have only got one in the top ten, um, as have Channel 10 with House. Yeah. And, and Seven are, are doing everything. Mm. Seven, 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 Seven. Uh, Where are they now at number six? But no nationally. local drama. None. No, there All is... Saints. That's well, it. Comedy There's... Inc.'s off air at the moment, but... Uh, well, have you ever talked... I only found this out recently, that you know how the, the networks have to have a certain amount of drama points. Yep. Did you know that sketch comedy points count as drama points? Yes. That is so friggin' frigged. Yep. That is appalling. Absolutely appalling. Because oh, I was going, geez, there's a lot of sketch comedy shows. I wonder why that is. Because they're kind of cheaper. There's, I mean, there are a lot of funny comedians in Melbourne, but I don't think there are that many... Well, they are cheaper. They are cheaper and they're, you know, on the fly and all that kind of stuff. Get them out there and then you've got your drama points. Hideous. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Mm. Well, there are some, some executives that, that actually argue that news and sports should be counted towards the local content points. God help us all. No, 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 no. I'm sick of this topic. It's making me angry. Let's talk about the Oscars. Oh, crap. Man, there's some really bad radio shows on, but... You know, they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that, like, absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world can play them, and they have to do a podcast. Helen? Oh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners are. (laughs) (laughs) And there are the giggles. Mm -hmm. Sorry. The Oscars were on on Monday night. Yes. Did you watch them? Yes. Brett, did you watch them? Yeah, went to the party, watched the red carpet and watched the Oscars. Did well, you get it? I did the media blanket throughout the day, which yes, I did successfully this year. I didn't bother. Every I, well, year, 
I remember the reason I started doing Media Blanket is because one year when Channel 10 screened them and on the Channel 10 News, it was like, and Russell Crowe. And I just thought, you pricks, you're screening it. Why would you? And apparently Channel 9 did it as well. Yeah, that's, that's what I hear. Hideous. Why would they do that? It's, and, you know, it, for, for us who work from home, it's very hard to stay away oh. from the internet for the whole day. Oh, I thought everyone on Mess and Noise was talking well, about me. Well, fine, but I, I had LO going and they were actually giving a run commentary as each of them were announced. Well, why don't you just turn your radio off? Well, because they, they were still solution. talking about mm, good kind of other political type <sighs> stuff. Oh, you, can, you know what? You can do without it for yeah, a day. I did. And it was worth it. I liked being surprised. Yeah, and um, although although I know, didn't hear about Crash, and that was a surprise. That was a big surprise. That was the, it was a huge surprise, especially because it was a shit film. But <laughs> it wasn't a shit. It, it was a good film. No, it wasn't. Anyway, we're not here <laughs> to talk about it? film. Yes, yes, I did. But that's film. Come on, everyone. We're talking about television. We, we're, we're talking about the actual telecast. Grumpy Ross hmm. Warnicky. He didn't like it at all. Tell me about it. I loved it. I thought it was my favourite Oscars yet. And I was drinking non-alcoholic champagne, so you can't even accuse me of being lying drunk on the floor in my own vomit going, oh, John Stewart. It was hilarious. I thought he was great. Well, he, he was great. I, let's start with, though with Richard Wilkins. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. The red if, carpet. If Channel 9 dare, dare promote that as a red carpet frock special ever again. I, I think there were a full four minutes of, of footage of people on the red it. carpet, wasn't it? That was it. I wanted all frocks and shocks and, my God, what's she wearing? And that's what you do. Why don't they and, just and, you get... Know, they got at least a third of the screen not impeded by, by the back of Richard Wilkins' head. And his hilarious interviewing technique. Naomi Watts, King Kong went well at the box office. Not that many nominations tonight. That was the first bang. <laughs> and then he got someone else. I can't remember who he was. Oh, Brokeback Mountain, maybe completely... Jake or oh, Heath. No, it was Heath and... Um, Michelle, oh, Michelle I remember him saying something horrible to someone else saying, why didn't you get a nomination? You must be disappointed. But the film did, so that's good. Like, you just go, he's, he's a nation's he's a national embarrassment. embarrassment. He's New Zealand's embarrassment. He is. No, you know what? I think he's ours. But yeah, they shipped him off to us. And, and he was in all 55. And, you know, the look on like, Naomi Watts' face when he sort of dragged her in for a kiss on the cheek. I've never seen someone look so <laughs> utterly repulsed oh, in their life. She actually, her face contorted. There's no reason for that man to... Still be doing that. Randomly that coming around, impregnating our fashion designers and racking <laughs> off back to New Zealand. Hideous. Well, I was thinking about this. Which one's worse? Well, which would you prefer less, Richard Wilkins or Angela Bishop? As for, for what? Impregnating me? <laughs> I, no, just for, for, for dinner. For on the not, Oscars not red, to eat, for on the Oscars red carpet. Yeah. Uh, probably Angela Bishop. I think I'd prefer Angela Bishop as well. Really? Yeah. At least she's of that world. Like she... He's just a fish out of water. He's a bad interview. He, he gives a very bad interview. He asks bad questions. He gets lost when famous people say something funny to him. When Will Smith came over, he was just sort of pretty much... And he bumped Will Ferrell like partway through the interview. Oh, because Will Smith who I don't know, desperately needed attention, sort of busted in on someone else's interview, which was hideous. <laughs> and then he just sort of like unceremoniously shoved Will Ferrell aside. Can I, can I speak to Will Smith now? Very badly done. Oh, that's, that's shocking. And then, and then, and then like, like bad performances at previous Oscars. Oh, that Rob Lowe Snow White one was gold. I can't, I've never seen that before. But it's not for the half hour of red carpet before the Oscars. No, it's not, but I was no. really happy to see it. As Performing Creedence Clearwater Revival. I loved God it Mary. so much. So much. And then 
We had John Stewart hosting the Oscars. I thought that crowd made him work for every single I laugh. Know. They're a really tough. I mean, to be fair, the Logies are an equally as tough crowd, and I know the two. I know as much as we compare them in Melbourne, they're very vastly different. But a crowd full of actors, nervous actors. Wanting to know the awards, not really wanting... They're not there to be made to laugh. They will always make the host work very hard for a laugh. But they made him work They so made hard. him work... And he had some great gags. Oh, he, he had, earned it. He was fantastic. That one about coming up later, the Oscars salute to montages. I like the 3-6 Mafia 1 Martin Scorsese mm. Neil. Yes. That was great. They were all great jokes. Yeah. Great jokes. But the humorless assholes in the audience were giving him absolutely nothing. And as such... And we've discussed this on this show a number of times, if people at home don't see people on television laughing at the jokes, the people at home don't think they're funny. Oh, we were killing ourselves in my house. We had a... And I thought... the way I didn't actually like much the way... Because I heard a bit of laughter, but it, we were drowning it out with our sort of peals of laughter. But Ross Warnicky today said... Well, they might have looked like they were laughing, but they're actors. They know how to laugh. Yes. That's a bit cheap. What if they're actually laughing? Well, they weren't actually laughing. They weren't they actually were laughing. acting laughing. And that's because the jokes weren't for him. No. Right. He, it- said, he said, I don't know about other people, but I don't. That's the sort of humour that I don't like, which involves denigrating other people. I'm like, well, that's hilarious. You know what? I, and I, w- I would just call it sarcastic irreverence. And he also said, how dare he have a go at, like, Angelina Jolie was one of the people. And I just thought, what do you say? There's some of the people that Angelina Jolie isn't adopting. He said he personally insulted. I thought, it's not that insulting. He could have said something a lot worse. No, and then he had Husband a... Husband stealer or something like he that. Had a... <laughs> <laughs> he, also, he also had a great Scientology joke. Yeah. You know, he, he, did, he did some great stuff, but it, it didn't fly with the audience. Didn't and you think so? Or maybe... I, I, I also don't think it helped that nobody really cared about the films nominated. No one really cared about Brokeback Mountain. No one was really going, I want Brokeback Mountain to win. No one was really going, I want Crash to win. I really enjoyed that there wasn't a big sweep, one, one film wins 12 Oscars, you know, which was just always the case. I mean, you get the Lord of the Rings and you get the Titanics and they come in and they win, oh, you know, best man walking past in the background award and all that kind of stuff. I liked that there was a really even spread. Walk the Line won something, Closer won something, uh, sorry, Crash won something, Brokeback, you know, it was sort of very evenly. Capote. Yeah, Capote. That's yeah. Um, I thought I thought that was like I like that, and they were all very serious films. If you think they were political films, they were gay films. They were, you know, I thought they were. Well, this is this is the other thing about the telecast, and I just think all of that meant that it was missing the glamour that people expect from the Oscars. Because I mean, it, it got a really bad reception out there in the world. It rated really poorly in, oh, in, in the states. Uh, Desperate Housewives caned it here. American yeah. Idol caned it in, in the States. American Idol canes everything. Isn't it 50% of viewers in America watch American Idol, which is incredible statistics? Pre- pretty much. That is astounding. But the, the Oscars was kind of focused on this idea that films are really political. Kind well, of forgetting the reason that back home people go to the movies for, for the escapism. escapism. I suppose so, but these were quality. I mean, I think it's, it's sad but true that that was the reason I enjoyed these Oscars over over every other one. I like that. The, the host said some political things that made me think. Actually, I thought the goofiest moment was Ben Stiller, but I thought that was hilarious. Yes, there wasn't that glamour escapism, you know, gulping tears from um, Gwyneth Paltrow or anything like that. So in that regard, it was pretty flat, but I thought it was more thought-provoking and I really liked that about it. And also, it. in all of the acceptance speeches, not a single person, thank God, 
pleasing. Yeah, but very pleasing. Mm. but they replaced God with their mothers. What I didn't well, like was okay. Everyone thank their mothers. I didn't like was the pr- producer of Brokeback Mountain afterwards after Crash One Best Film going. Well, obviously Hollywood isn't ready to accept you know homosexuality. And I just thought you won about five awards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, get, go easy. Maybe people just weren't prepared to accept a film where one of the main characters barely opens his mouth while talking. He was being a clenched fist. Respect his art. <sighs> Was terrible. Couldn't understand a damn thing he Clenched said. Something maybe, but anyway, oh, that's dear. that's the Oscars. We'll have to wait another year. Hello and welcome to today tonight's soap and water. Hello and I'm Naomi Robson. Swearing. In uh, last night's episode of A Current Affair, yeah. Tracy Gim- Grimshaw announced. This Gim- is Raywatch. Grimshaw. This is Raywatch. Well, that that was the thing. That was the thing. What do we have to say? It. Do we have to say it every week? This is Raywatch. Thanks, Marie. That's all right. I'm like the weather girl in box cutters. <laughs> in I'm last... Lavinia Nixon. Sorry, go on. <sighs> yeah, all right. Go on. That makes it much easier. In last night's episode of A Current Affair, Tracy Grimshaw announced, and now onto our campaign on soft sen- sentencing. Yes. Yes, because it's an outrage. There's, there's... This is about those two sisters, isn't it? No. The two sisters, what, that stole the... the no, 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 they got stabbed and raped by the guy next door. That's from what oh. I've read in the papers. Well, sorry, presumably he got shot, but he's the main suspect. Um, but from what I've read, a lot of people are getting their knickers in a twist because he had been been served time for sexual assault, but obviously not enough because he came out moving next door and then killed these two girls. What, what's their take this is, on it? This is actually not about that case because this is part of a whole campaign on soft sentencing. And but as part of the campaign, as part of the reason for the campaign, because soft sentencing is so well, endemic and, well, yeah, this, and some this of these judges should be sacked. Well, that was... That, the lady This wouldn't. particular story is about a South Australian judge who tried a teenager for some uh, driving-related offences as, as a juvenile, gave him a two-year suspended sentence or, or something like that. And, of course, this is outrageous because the families of the victims want their compensation. But, you know, I was thinking... Maybe if we had some kind of professional whose job it was to uh, hand out sentences deemed appropriate to particular crimes. Andrew Bolt, Andrew Bolt, Andrew Bolt, Andrew Bolt, Andrew Bolt. <laughs> oh, he's been waiting for this moment his whole life. <laughs> we do, but it's not Andrew Bolt. Oh, pity. It's judges. I know. Well, same thing, judge, jury, executioner. And <laughs> And we have them because, you know, victims aren't in any position to meter out punishment for, for things th- that have happened to them. No. Uh, because they're a little bit too close How to it. How long have victim impact statements been around for? Years um, and years? Um, yeah, probably. This is part of my other sport and the justice system issue. <laughs> <laughs> Not my temptation topics. Yeah, pr- probably. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I mean that's just a, that takes into account... The emotional impact without them actually... Without them actually yeah, taking yeah. part in, in the yeah. actual metering sentencing. out of, of, of sentencing. Uh, which, you know, that makes perfect sense to me. And I don't see why a current affair needs to uh, say, well, the system stinks. Because uh, I had nothing else to say. Well, pretty much. And self-sentencing is a really easy one to get people rolled up about because... If they do, and I'd be interested to know if they if it either started this way or if they do show that story, 
that's a that's a really good one to to get them started is this man was sentenced for rape he got four years got out in two got out killed people you know it's just you know they love it they love it them and the, the guy that drove into the wall down in Dandenong was he a repeat drink driver or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. is that that I, one I that they was, keep using that photo of him and... looking completely terrified with I'm not sure it was he did he drive into the kids into the wall mm. and and that fell on the kids yeah thing. yeah yeah one of them had an amputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, after, after this story last night, Grimshaw came back and said that at the South Australian Appeals Court uh, yesterday, that guy was retried. Mm. Or, or sorry, the, the the decision was overturned, and he was given a three year sentence. So he was no longer tried as a, a juvenile. He was given an adult sentence of three years. Oh, hang on, because of a current affair or? No, oh. because the system works. Yes. And, uh, and so soft sentencing, blah, 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 blah. But no, if you're upset with sentencing, you've got the appeals court and you launch an appeal and it either gets overturned or, mm. uh, or, or so it's sustained. what are they hoping to do? I don't know. Get phone calls. I don't know. Because it's... That doesn't it's seem benign. Soft, it's completely that's benign. That's not soft what sentencing doing to me. And uh, ACA didn't launch the appeal, and it is. It, it, it's to me. It just seems like the system's working without the need for a whole campaign by a bunch of people whose job responsibilities consist mainly of stopping people switching the channel before temptation comes on. That's their job. I concur. It's not their job to sentence. That's Raywatch. I'm pissed off still. G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guys' show, love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show, and sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. I have the cooling saliva of a dog on my shins. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Ed Phillips, and I'll thank you to use his name accordingly. (laughs) Sorry, I I was weird hearing Ed Phillips then. He loves you. He He's loves a, you three guys. Yeah, which I suppose counts yeah, as me. Guys, yeah. gender specific. Okay, good. Yeah, that that works. I that feel works. his love. Let's talk about some new shows. Okay, what's coming up? Uh, starting this Sunday on Channel Ten at seven pm. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates Chris. Mm-hmm. We talked about this show quite a while last back. week. Did it? Yeah, I think so. We missed it completely. Pretty sure it started last week. Really? Mm-hmm. Anyway. We've spoken about it a lot in the past, whether it's starting this week or last week. Mm. It's definitely on this week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's Chris Rock telling his story of growing up in Brooklyn, New York, and there are some good jokes, but it failed to hold my interest, blah, 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 blah. It's a great We've premise. Really it's a great, it is a great idea premise. for a show, having you know, the comedian do the voiceover. And but it doesn't, it doesn't really work for me. It doesn't, I haven't seen it. So. Uh, the, all the characters except for Chris are quite unsympathetic. They're, mm. they're really... Selfish and mean, I find. And there is a way to make selfish and mean characters charming and entertaining. And we've seen that on Malcolm in the Middle. But good times. Yeah, true. And good times. My father in good times. He wasn't. With JJ? He wasn't selfish or mean. What are you talking well, about? Was it just a graphic he thing? He died. And the mother was so upset she broke a plate. (laughs) That's not selfish or mean. Don't you talk to me about good times. They were poor. The Cosby Show then. They they weren't selfish or mean. (laughs) No. In Malcolm in the Middle, they're selfish and mean. Yeah, they are. But they're also charming and entertaining. 
And they kind of forget the charming and entertaining in Everybody Hates Chris. Maybe they were trying for that and just didn't. I think Malcolm in the Middle is one of the shows that just pull... I mean, they pull it off very well, but I mean, I don't know. It's a very hard thing to do. I suppose Arrested Development are pretty selfish and mean characters. Kirby and Thuzip Seinfeld are the most selfish characters of all, you know. And it it worked. It just doesn't work for for me in in Everybody Hates Chris, Mm. which is a shame. I think the interesting thing, though, is that Channel 10 are airing this show now. It kind of makes sense to air it in that time slot mm-hmm. where they have uh, they're up against Clever. They're coming out of Futurama and going into Australia's brainiest mm. idiot, and uh, which this week is Australia's brainiest Olympic star, Olympian, Olympic star, not necessarily a star, right? Not medalists, not medalists, just Olympian. <laughs> yeah, we could have Dean Lucan and oh, sweet. <sighs> Rob D. Costello. Oh, oh, but we couldn't have Eddie the Eagle because he's not Australian. No. Right. That's don't a shame. Don't talk to me about sport. I told no. you No, before. I know. I know. Matt Welsh, Steve Bradbury, Steve Monaghetti, Kerry oh. Pothast. Is Steve Monaghetti the, the mayor of the Commonwealth Nima. Village? Is that him? <laughs> he is, isn't he? He's the mayor of the village. He's hilarious. Is he going to do ads with Lavinia Nixon? He goes Nixon? to the... No, that's John So's job. Anyway. Um, yeah, he gets to go and sit in the bar at the Commonwealth Village. Sip water. So he runs for an <laughs> hour a day around the village. The I don't think he hands out Do you reckon condoms? we're going we're, we're gonna to get that perennial, the number of condom, condoms yeah, that they get the through? Yeah, at, at the end. At the end, we will. Yep. I don't know what the, the fascination is. Well, it's, it's all about how many people get to touch the Commonwealth Games baton. Uh, <laughs> we go into Australia's Brainiest Idiot. And it's up against Clever. So the idea is that it's going to take away some audience from Clever or keep some of that Channel 10 audience. That's for, a good lineup for 10. Futurama into Everybody Hates Chris is a good... Yeah. It's going to, that's, that's some good programming. Is it right? That's still good six? programming. No, that's it's repeat. repeat Simpsons at 6, but that doesn't matter. Simpsons, Futurama, Everybody Hates Chris. That's going to take away from Where Are They Now and Clever. You know what? Is the I've, idea? Got another, I've got another issue where I, I can't tape everything that I need to, like on Monday nights. Well, Write a letter to the Green Guide. They love that. Why don't you get a dual tuner digital card? card? my computer. Yeah. Just I, do I'm that. thinking I'm going to have to do that. Oh, don't I was talk. looking to set top boxes and, and it just... My, my video recorders are completely redundant with the set top box digital. It's, it's Very all, disappointed. It's all about dual tuner cards for your PC now. Yep. That's the only, that's the only way you can go. Don't look to include me in your nerd speak. <laughs> I'll come over. I'll set it all up for you. Really? Yeah. Set what up? The, don't you don't you don't even have to worry about it. Just one day you'll turn up and your television will magically. You're going to roll all under my TV on one of those things with wheels, like um, Craig McLaughlin used to do on Neighbours. Yeah, 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 Under the car, Henry, you wear the blue overalls. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, what you got here? What you got here? What you, it is? Uh, oh, Bob Ellis, get away from me! And <laughs> you know, it, it'll be part of fun like that. Great. Uh, on Tuesday at uh, eight pm on ABC, Dusty, little by little. Which is an eight-part oh. documentary series about the making of the musical based on the life of Dusty Springfield. Oh, it's the making look, of the musical. Yeah, yes. but it doesn't look suitably... Interesting? Yeah, well, it doesn't look suitably bitchy enough about, like, behind the scenes. There's no Denny Hines storming off in a farce. No, 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 no it's, it's just like, people getting fitted for costumes. And also people bitching about bad auditions, like Australian Idol. You see someone... I saw someone singing and the big stamp like out god don't don't pick them and i'm like i don't want to see that i want to see tamsin what's her name 
Tamsin West? Tamsin Carroll? No, uh, no, it's not Tamsin West. Tamsin West. God, you're stuck in the 80s. Yeah, I really am. Um, I had a question. Whoever the woman is playing Dusty. Yeah. Furious, bitch slaps backstage. I'm not going on if that bitch gets my spotlight. All that kind of stuff that you know is happening. But, but they won't show it. No, I they're bet they're going to show a really sanitised version. That makes me furious. And they're also not showing uh, any interviews with uh, Dusty Springfield's siblings, Rick and Buffalo. <laughs> Come on, I worked on that joke for a minute. A you had minute. that joke written down. Yeah, I really you? did. That's sad. I really did. Uh, also starting uh, on Channel 7 at 11pm, possibly 11.30 because it's a Tuesday night and who knows what time things start after Star Dancers, uh, a show called Sweet Medicine, which is uh, an English show about a London doctor and his mother who decide to take over from his father's rural medical practice in Derbyshire, England. Derbyshire. 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 No one really gives a shit. So uh, another in the, the bloody string of, ooh, isn't the small town countryside a quirky little place to live? What was the one with Penelope Keith? To the Manor Born? To the man- Manor Born. Oh, those are the days. And that's when she used the to do life. the Heinz soup ads. She also did the good life. She did too. Uh, you know, it was all shit. And uh, I, I, I don't think I can take another one. I don't. What do you what, look like what, you're about to say, Brett? Why? What, what are you doing, Caesar? <laughs> Boston Legal's back on. Yeah, I've been uh, meaning to tell you that. freaking unannounced after Commander-in-Chief on Monday night on Channel 7. Yes. Uh, and just before Scrubs. And, uh... Which is a non-repeat one. On Sweet Medicine. Uh, it aired in England in 2003. Only lasted 10 episodes. Oh, dear. Nobody watched it. That's good to know we're getting it now. On the pulse. Yeah. Yeah, we're really there. We're really there. Channel 7 are just using it to kind of fill in the holes in their Tuesday night... <laughs> I don't, I don't can't know what you're implying about What's Channel a, 7 filling holes. It's a quadruple medical planned. run there. From All Saints to Medical Incredible to Sweet Medicine to MDs. To MDs. Oh, dear. Mm. Yeah. That's it's a, depressing. And for the last two weeks, no matter what they've had scheduled... they couldn't put the house in after that. Whatever they've had scheduled in after Medical Incredibles, or as I like to call it, the pincer show. It's about people who have hands that look like <laughs> pincers. Uh Zoidberg. For the last two weeks, they've had uh, Commander-in-Chief repeats after Medical Incredibles. Repeats? Mm. Yeah. Or Didn't it just from start? Sorry, no. so Encore. Oh, the Encore presentation. Encore. Encore presentation. Is that how you say it? That's how you show? say it. Presentation. I've been saying it wrong for so many years. Sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Sorry. Presentation. Presentation. Okay. Presentation. Okay, right. Say it. Presentation. That's close enough. Right. It's close enough. Uh, and that's new shows for this week. That was a little bit weird. Hey, um, if you've been watching Chaser, you might have noticed a, a few things that they've actually been ripping off from us, such as this. Why can you never find an ATM that works? Why are there so few bank branches in regional towns? And how come your bank statement is full of fees you weren't expecting? And why do you have to wait forever on hold before someone from the bank speaks to you? Ring a bell. That's the chaser ripping off the Commonwealth Bank ads, uh, which, uh, you know, we... Which bank? We did... When I say we, it was really Ross, who is now Marie. Yes. Uh, so you did that. Thank you. You did that. I'm going to sue those bastards. Like weeks ago. I was funnier when I did it as well. I you think. were hilarious That's when you did what it. I 
You were you were angry, mm. but you, and you came up with uh, many more com references than just contempt mm-hmm. uh, and com job and com job. It, I'm quite upset with them, and yes, I think you should see them. I will, but you know, I'm glad to know. Much like Media Watch, I'm glad to know that the Chaser are listening to the show. But give us some bloody Send us credit. A postcard. You know, it, it just, just do something nice. A little thing like that. Yeah. yeah. Dear, dear box cutters, we love the show. Lots of love, Chaz and the Chaser crew. As, as thousands are around the world sending in their emails to hooray at boxcutters.net. I don't think we've done that no, for we the whole show, have we? We haven't done it. We've been too, too distracted by Marie's beauty to talk about See, the email address. See, it's looking really cheap now. It's just the fact that you weren't even looking at me when you said that. Because I would get distracted. Oh, look, don't. It's, you, see, when you lay it on too thick, it just becomes, it just sounds crass and cheap and insincere, I have to say. Hey, Marie. Yes. Thank you so much. It's thanks been for having, having me. You yeah, thanks. Nice. Will you do this uh, again? Sorry? Will you do this again? Yeah. Yeah? You have All to right. court me a little. I want flowers. Oh, well, okay. Chocolates, yeah, that's it's easy. really easy. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Chocolates, easy. So Brett shouldn't just offer you half a peach that he's ripped apart. <laughs> well, that's why I did this show. It was spontaneous. <laughs> it has been lovely having you. Thanks so much for, for coming on. Uh, thanks also to Triple R, whose studios we use for hosting. Hosting? Recording. recording. They're Thanks. a great radio station. You should check them out, especially on Tuesday nights between 10 and 12. Oh, it's absolutely. fantastic show. Oh, you've heard it? about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. is a great That's show. A, that, is a friend of rude. yours involved with it's that? very rude, that show, what I've heard. There's a Glenn, – Glenn someone is on that show. Yes. Glenn. He's going to a steam house, house of ill repute. Oh, really? It's apparently Sticky's member through a hole in the wall. I can't confirm. Is that why he's going over to the States? No, no, he's going to do that here. Well, there are there, there are links to uh, to Triple R uh, on the Box Cutters website, boxcutters.net. This has been episode twenty five. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Josh Canal. My name's Marie Cardi, and I continue to be Brett Cropley. Catch us again next week, same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Mm.